Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 35 of The Cheerful Cynics with me, Gaia, an intergalactic irritant, Pooj. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and you're listening on iTunes, please rate us. Also, if you'd like to get in contact or if you have any questions, you can email us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics Podcast. How's it going, Pooj? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, we say this all the time, but we've survived another week in London. Yeah. Right? That's It's always a good sign when that happens, right? Surviving a week is a new way of seeing things with coronavirus. But I'm glad you're okay, Pooj. Yeah, I think my voice is sounding a bit funny, though. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Hey. Oh, no. Put on a face mask. Although, to be honest, I think I was sporting alcohol's hand sanitizers long before they were cool. Guy, they were never cool. They were never cool. <laughs> but yes, you were. You did have them before they were kind of commonly acceptable. Yeah. You, know, you basically step out of the house and douse yourself in the stuff, right? Yeah, I know. Like, I Guy, why do you smell like vodka? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lemon fresh now, Pooj. <laughs> I have the lemon version now. <laughs> <laughs> so even before coronavirus, you did the same thing, you know. Yeah, you're you're basically the leader. You're the leader of this new cult. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> leadership skills is it's a good skill to have. So don't don't you take that away from me, man. <laughs> Fine, uh, I'll endorse you on LinkedIn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she is great with coronavirus because she hates people and she stays away from everything. <laughs> she has started her own cult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh, cargo cults. Have you have you heard of cargo cults before? Are they like Amazon Prime? You just addicted to <laughs> addicted to next day delivery or something. So it's like, oh, I, need I need more it shit. now. <laughs> Although I think that's probably what we should call Amazon addicts from now on, right? Yeah, he's a cargo cult. But basically, yeah. a cargo cult is like a belief system that was developed by societies that were less technologically advanced than the like modern world. If that makes sense. Okay, so we've we've kind of spoken about some of these societies before, right? Like the Prince Philip movement. We spoke about them in the previous episode. Yeah, we did. I, I can't remember which episode that was, but definitely worth listening to because it's... Yeah, <laughs> we like... recommend the Cheerful Cynics podcast. I recommend, I recommend our own. <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty much exactly like that. And we've... Okay. They've created all these superstitions and rituals that relate to the modern world because the modern world doesn't fit into their understanding of the world, if that makes sense. So after World War II, anthropologists discovered that unusual religions had developed among some of the islands in the South Pacific. Okay. Uh, and some of these religions were orientated around the concept of cargo, I guess. You know, hence the name. Oh, interesting. Cargo cult. Okay. Yeah. So although the existence of cargo cults was kind of only really known after World War II, but they kind of go back for hundreds of years, which is kind of a bit strange. Yeah, but it makes sense because imagine showing someone from like, essentially 500 years ago a tesla car an iphone or anything like that it would totally blow your mind right you'd be like oh my god you're a god you <laughs> could do this shit technology is magic what the you've fuck? got a nail cutter what <laughs> yeah holy crap i'm just I using mean... a rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so interesting the cargo was basically like a source of wealth and power for these you know europeans and americans that were in the area so they were stationed yeah. in the area like okay. during the Second World War. And it used to be dropped off in planes to the soldiers and things like that. So, you know, these cultures would just be there and they'd see all these massive kind of boxes just fly from the sky and oh with all God, these goodies. Yeah. And the, oh, wow. the local, well, the Europeans and the Americans that were stationed there would just basically write things down on paper or use yeah. little boxes to speak into and these magical things would fall from the sky. I can understand how that would happen. 
yeah, just genuine mistake, isn't it? They didn't really understand how it worked, but they knew that if you did X, then you'd get Y. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so did this society start copying then, hoping things will drop from the sky? Yeah, they, that's exactly what they did. So um, they believed oh, that if God. they did proper ceremonies and, you know, they, they would get the same sorts of gifts bestowed from them from the heavens. Whoa. So what were these ceremonies then? Basically, for these rituals, these cults would build replicas of airports and airplanes and, you know, made of the things that they could find. So it'd be like twigs and like rocks and things like that. Oh, and, wow. And they would make all the sounds associated with the planes as well to try and activate <laughs> the shipments of cargo from the sky. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, so I would love to see how they made an airport or a plane out of twigs and branches and stuff. It's crazy. Oh, I wish I could see that. That would be amazing. You know, I think it would look actually really good as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll find a picture. Though. I'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. We're going to put it on Instagram if we can find it. That's so interesting, but it's actually kind of sad at the same time because they're essentially wasting time, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, it just gets weirder. I mean, the whole thing is kind of odd, but it gets even weirder. So there was one cargo oh, cult man. Uh, which had a name for their god. And it was called, uh, well, their god was called John Fromm. John from yeah why uh, nobody from? really knows <laughs> but it's quite likely that Who's John when they from? came <laughs> well, when they came into contact with the Americans and the um, Europeans yeah they would say oh who are you and they'd say hi I'm John from Florida or hi I'm John from <gasps> Texas oh, or no. wherever it was and because oh, John God. was so common <laughs> so slightly they assumed that the name of God, oh, God. must have been John from <laughs> oh God <laughs> Do you know what? That's a genuine. I can see that mistake happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm John from accounting. It's really understandable, but oh, fuck, that's bad. These poor people, though, they're minding their own business, Pooge. <laughs> and then the modern world just like appears on their front door, totally fucks up their sense of belief. <laughs> they're all minding their own business. These strangers come along and shit drops from the sky, basically. And now they're worshipping a guy called John Brom. <laughs> oh, no, it's so weird, right? Oh, what so the strange fuck? it's so strange and the worst bit is that um oh, all of this man. stopped the locals from doing the stuff that they would normally do you know all the productive stuff and the rewarding oh, stuff for the communities right so they'd spend oh, no. time doing all these rituals which kind of unfortunately were a bit pointless anything to try and get oh. these goodies from the sky you know here we've got a like Shit. a twig built airplane that must have spent days and months on or whatever instead of farming or yeah. like, you know, why do you need to farm if it's all going to come down from the sky anyway? Yeah, not today. Oh. Maybe tomorrow. It didn't happen today. Maybe tomorrow. And it never actually does. Oh, that must have totally fucked them up. I know, right? <laughs> Shit. So, oh, man. The Australians um, even tried to assist with that. So they oh. managed to get um, one, the help of a famous warrior in the region and okay. kind of got him to help try and discourage the locals and these cargo cult ideas. So hoping okay. to encourage more productive practices like farming and stuff like that, you know, the stuff that you mentioned. So the Australian government basically got a celebrity to endorse the old way of living, the original Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this is really cool. <laughs> they basically just went to find The Rock, you know, or someone like that. You're just like the local hero. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And it proved to be quite successful. So oh, they got, okay. got his help and he's tried to discourage some of the old practices, you know, meaning the cargo cult ways. And, yeah. Um, yeah, because it was so successful, the Australians were like, well, come over to Sydney like, as a gift and as payment for your help. Aww. Come over to Sydney and we'll show you where we live. That's actually really nice of the Australians to do that, though, to like send him to Sydney and show them how they're living and stuff. I hope that really helped, though. So what did he actually do then? Well, 
Well, while he was there, um, he visited uh, one of the museums, the Anthropological Museum, where he saw all the kind of sacred cult objects from his own people on display. Okay. So when he returned home, he told all his local people that the source of the Australians' power was the fact that they'd taken all these sacred objects and built or put them in a massive temple. And uh, then when he told him that, that started a new cult. (laughs) Oh my God, a new cult. Are you joking? They literally just got over one cult. (laughs) He brought back with him a new cult. <laughs> yeah, because we've been doing it all wrong. The reason why they've got all the power is because they've got our sacred objects. And that's what we should be trying to get back. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. Seriously, this is so bad. They're just totally screwed up by these people. And then they get fucked over again. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. I mean, the Australians, their heart was in the right place, but... That's a bit of a fail, isn't it, Pooj? Oh, man, it, that, didn't go, Dude, that didn't go well. Not at all. That's not good. At that's least, not good. At least they tried. Fucked them up. But Yeah, just failed, though, miserably. <laughs> there was another story as well, though, um, which oh, is God. kind of a little <laughs> bit weirder. All right, go on. Um, so when the Australian government started venturing out into the kind of some of the uncontrolled central highlands of New Guinea, so I think it was in mm. the 40s, probably after World War II as well, um, they came across another cargo cult, you know, just in the middle of the the rainforest and stuff like that. What? Another one? Bloody hell, there's more. Yeah, they were dotted all over the place. Ah, jeez. Guys, stop exploring. You're <laughs> fucking everyone up. Just yeah. leave them alone. Stop moving oh, around, God. people. For the cult, the arrival of white people was the sign of the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, you're here. So they slaughtered all their pigs, which was what? their main source of food and wealth. What? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> they, they believe that killing the pigs would lead to great pigs falling from the sky. Oh, God. And that was specifically after three days of darkness. It was like an eclipse or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then they basically just killed all their pigs for like, what? Giant pigs that will fall from the sky. Yeah. Jumbo pigs. <laughs> so maybe the pig clips. The pig clips. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Self-inflicted <laughs> pig clips. <laughs> so, what's wrong with their regular pigs? I mean, I don't know. Not good enough. It's not like pigs are tiny. Yeah, you worthless pigs. Just not Poor doing pigs enough. Didn't know what was, the hell was going on. Three days of darkness, and then they all get slaughtered. Yeah, all a bit weird. Jesus, you know, all went a bit wrong. So that basically, the locals started stockpiling on wood and other things to help them get through the three days of darkness. And um, okay. they would also make mock wireless antennas and you know, made of rope and wood and things like that to receive news of the end of the world. Oh, no. Ooh. I just love that they saw white people and they were like, fuck, <laughs> guys, shit. It was nice knowing all of you. And then basically just murders everything yeah. in sight. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Why would you let the end of the world do all of the hard work? You might as well help it along and just destroy everything that you have yeah. <laughs> what the fuck why would you do that i, know. I love that they just saw white people were like nah man nah <laughs> it's dead o'clock <laughs> it's don't we're fucked we're fucked it's crazy oh right? my it's god just, I, imagine how bad you'd feel but imagine how bad you'd feel if you're the australians they're just like oh hello everyone hope you're well <laughs> we, we've just come to spread love and they're like, oh, got to start killing everyone. <laughs> John Fromm, get here. Each other. <laughs> Let me strangle you first. <laughs> this is yet another story of explorers fucking up native culture. Isn't it, it? Just, it never goes well. All the well. time. It never goes All the well. Time. Leave people alone, honestly. 
when you were telling me that story, it reminded me of the story of Yucatan. Oh. And have you heard about where the name came from? Yucatan? No. Yeah. I'm intrigued, but I know the, the place, it's in Mexico, right? Or Yeah, right. It is, yeah. Oh. I'm intrigued. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So it was discovered by Spaniard. Oh. And it was like 1500s. And he basically got there, asked the, the Mayans, like, like, hey, how's it going? Uh, what do you call this place? And then the Mayans apparently just went, Yucatan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was how lucky is that, right? The Mayans was like, "Oh yeah, oh Spanish. Yeah, I speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I've never met a Spaniard before. <laughs> <laughs> I know that language from the other other part of the planet. Uh, yeah, this place is called Yucatan. <laughs> I'm guessing it wasn't as simple as that. You nah. know, I need to do hand gestures and basically play Pictionary or Charades to at least uh, ask for a drink. Where is the toilet? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> where is the toilet? <laughs> it's like a 10 minute dance just to know where the toilet is. But apparently <laughs> this guy just knew straight away. He just... <laughs> yes, Yucatan. It's, yeah, yeah, Yucatan. <laughs> so obviously to us this is ridiculous. But anyway, so it turns out there was a good chance that whatever they were saying that was like Yucatan actually was the Mayan saying, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's the way it should be right (laughs) oh brilliant so you're saying they they named the place after like the first conversation they had with the mayans which is basically i don't know what you're saying mate (laughs) it's literally the first conversation the first thing they said back (laughs) and it was like such a different language and everything and they're like oh that must be the name yeah you you must understand me (laughs) (laughs) they could have said anything they could have said absolutely anything like, fuck off. <laughs> it could be like, oh, look at his shoes. <laughs> yeah. This place will now be known as look at his shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially. <laughs> so these people that discovered Yucatan basically just made no attempt to find out what it was actually generally called. It was like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, they totally understand us. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Use your brain. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No, I, I don't know. It does make you wonder how many other places around the world are not called what they're actually called yeah right the locals don't call like so if you think so the japanese mm. don't call japan japan right yeah they that's call true. it what nippon or nihon yeah 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 that's true maybe somebody asked them like, what what do you call this land they're like huh <laughs> <laughs> oh yes japan <laughs> <laughs> japan I'm saying, i don't know what you're saying <laughs> ah <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> It's just so strange. The world is a strange place, right? I know it is. So is is that story true then about Yucatan? Is it true? Do we have any sort of verifiable record? Uh, Yeah, well, potentially, because this story was actually recorded a couple of years later and because a letter was sent back to the Spanish crown. And at that point, they knew that the name was wrong and probably really inappropriate. But they were just like, <laughs> fuck it, whatever. Who cares? Because, you know, who cares? It's just a place to get gold and other resources. So fuck knowing anything about this place, right? Yeah, who cares about the locals? Don't give a shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I can't believe that. And the <laughs> name's stuck ever since. Yucatan. Oh, she said this is potentially true. That's crazy. So this is one of the theories of where the name came from, but there is a letter. But I think by far, this is probably my favorite. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, imagine just having a conversation with someone. They just come up to you. You've never seen anyone look like them before. They speak to you in a completely foreign language and you're just like, what? 
<laughs> they're like, yeah, what? Okay, we're at what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if people first came to England and they met the locals. And like, you know what their first thing would be. Yeah. What do you call this place? And like, oh. be like, you knob. <laughs> oh, we're at knob. <laughs> I like these cargo cults. So are you going to join a cargo cult anytime soon? Well, I'm, I've already got the hand sanitizer cult going on, so I'm not sure if I can handle another one. But the thing is that... There's a lot going on. Yeah, but the problem with the hand sanitizer cult is that it's uh, it actually has a benefit. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the hand sanitizer oh, does true. something, whereas uh, yeah. an airplane made of twigs doesn't do anything. Yeah, and these lot just end up killing everything they can see or just not farming because they're just hoping something will drop down from the sky. It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe my cult is better than Pooch. Maybe, maybe. You're welcome. No, You're but... welcome, everyone. <laughs> no, don't, don't <laughs> join Guy's cult. She'll take you to a place in Central America and everyone drinks from the cyanide cup. I won't take you anywhere. I don't want your germs. You stay away from me. <laughs> You're not going to pay for anyone's flights. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Make your own damn plane Stop made it. out of twigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just push you off a cliff. It's fine. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening this week. If you enjoy this podcast, please share with your friends. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at the Cheerful Cynics podcast or get in touch by emailing us at thecheerfulcynics at gmail.com. I think hopefully Pooch will get one of those um, twig planes on Instagram because I really need to see what that looks like. <laughs> get on Instagram, people. You get to see Get it. on Instagram. Find <laughs> us on Instagram. Have a good week wherever you are. Have fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs>